on and we are live i'd like to say good morning to everyone and we thank and praise god for your presence this morning uh we thank and praise god for our local assembly house of destiny let's give god a hand clap of praise amen 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 we thank and praise god for our online community let's give god a hand clap of praise for our online community as well amen God is an awesome God. He still allow his word to go forth. He still allow his word to go forth. This morning, <clears throat> we're going to go to the book of Daniel. We're going to go to the book of, of Daniel this morning. Uh, we will understand more of what we see around us when we deal with the book of Daniel. Father, bless your word. We give your name praise and we give your name glory. Use us for your glory. Teach Holy Spirit. Let nothing fall to the ground. This is our prayer and this is our request in Jesus' name. In Daniel chapter number 10 is where the Lord has led us this morning. And we're going to talk about the lifting of the veil. The lifting of the veil. How many know that there's a fight going on? And I'm not talking about in the natural, but I'm talking about in the spiritual realm. Uh, in the book of Daniel, in chapter number 10, oftentimes we, we, when we, we've heard this uh, message or we've heard, uh, read this scripture, we often thought about the 21 days and the fasting and, and the battle uh, when it came down to uh, prayer being answered by Daniel. But it's a little bit more than that. There are some some mysteries in Daniel chapter number 10. There are some, some mysteries here. There is a revealing of conflict and warfare that the natural eye or the natural man cannot see. Because, see, right now what's going on, the, the, the battle is played out in the spirit or in the angelic realm, but the major impact is on the earth. Can we understand that? The battle that we see, the, the impact that we see here on the earth, the battle has first taken place in the spirit realm. And since it has taken place in the spirit realm, we, we, we see the major impact of what is actually going on upon the earth. Now, we have to understand that, that the message that is being revealed to Daniel, uh, that particular message is about the spirit of war. It's about the spirit of war. And the next thing is that the battle that's being played out in the book of Daniel in chapter number 10, it really is about the battle of the soul of a nation and the soul of mankind. Now, I've, I've heard some, 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 some key people say that, that, that right now what's going on in our society, that it's a battle for the soul of our nation. However, I don't think they fully understand the depths of what they're talking about. 
Because when you're talking about the soul, the mind, will, and the emotion, when it comes down to mankind, when you, when you look at that, it's, it's really a, ba- a battle in regards to our beliefs, what we believe. Because there's so many things that are going on that, that, that's not of God, and, and we have uh, succumbed or surrendered to things that's not righteous. Amen. So, so, so the battle, the conflict that he is talking about here is, is about the persecution of the saints. How many saints have been persecuted? <laughs> um, it's, it's the battle is about the persecution of the saints. It's more than what we see with the naked eye. It's more than what we see with the naked eye. So when we look at Daniel chapter number 10, and we're going to start in verse number 1, and it should be on the screen. Verse number 1 says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed, or it was uncovered unto Daniel, whose name was called Bethsazer, and, and it says, And the thing was true. So what he saw, what was revealed, what was uncovered was true. But then it says this, But the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing, and had understanding of the vision. He had an understanding of the revelation of what he saw. He had, a, he had an understanding. He had an understanding. Now, it goes on to say that in verse number 2, it says, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning. He was in, he was in deep sorrow three, four weeks. He was, he was in sorrow. He was in a, a deep mourning, a deep sorrow because of what was he was seeing in, in the spirit realm because what had happened, and I heard, I, I heard the spirit when, 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 when Minister Adam was praying, he was talking about the uncovering. Uh, in other words, the, the unveiling, the re- revealing. See, Sometimes what God reveals to us will put us in deep sorrow. And so he was in deep sorrow for what he saw, not what he was seeing on, on, the, on the earth, but what was literally being played out in the spirit realm. See, most of us don't understand that before anything can hit earth, the planet called earth, it has to take place first in the spirit realm. It's really a battle against good and evil. That's what's really going on. It's a battle between good and evil. We, we, we need to look at that and understand that. And then in verse number three, it says, uh, He ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in his mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled three four weeks 21 days now the number 21 it symbolizes uh, a great wickedness of rebellion and sin that's what he saw he saw rebellion because once we get into the scripture we're going to see why he saw rebellion. God revealed to him uh, about the, the wickedness of, of those demonic beings that he saw in that vision. And he saw also the sin. He saw rebellion. 
we can see rebellion playing out right now in the earth and in the universe. Amen. We see rebellion playing out. But it didn't just start here on the earth. That's what we want to understand. It really started in the heaven realm, not in the third heaven where God is, but th- th- there's a fight going on uh, in, 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 that, in that heavens there. There's a fight going on between good and evil, and it's really about the souls of the saints and the souls of the nation. That, that's what the fight is, was really about. See, we think the fight is about something else, but no, no, no. See, the, the, it's, it's deeper than that. It has a greater depth than that. He says 21 days. He, he sees rebellion. He, he, he sees rebellion. The scripture talks about uh, uh, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Now, right now, it does not look like huh, our God, our nation, that God is the God of our nation. Because it said, blessed, according to the scripture, it says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. So there's a lot of things that's going on in that spirit realm that's playing out in the natural. Now, it goes on to say, and I want us to go to the book of Daniel, chapter number 9. Because why is God showing Daniel these things? Why is he showing them him these things? Daniel, chapter number 9. Daniel chapter number nine. Because see, we've got to see why, why there's such a struggle, why there's such a battle going on. All right? And e- even in our world today, why is it such a battle? Now, Daniel chapter number nine, and looking at verse number 20. Are we there? It says, and while I was speaking and praying, talking about Daniel, watch what he's doing. He's confessing. He said, I'm confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplications before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. He is literally praying, and he's confessing the sins of the people as well as his own people, of the people of the nation. I mean, he's confessing. He's, he's talking to God. Because, see, this is the condition of the people. Remember now, in the spirit realm, there's wicked rebellion and sin. And we can see the impact on the earth because there's wickedness and rebellion here on earth. Amen. So, so, so he sees the condition. So what he's doing is he's petitioning the Father. He's letting them know how his heart is. He's asking literally for forgiveness. I wonder how many people are literally praying. I mean sincerely praying for our world, for our nation, for, for our next door neighbor, for our friend, for our children. I wonder how many people has literally pushed back the plate and went into a fast because of what they, what they see. How many people have been fasting? How how many people have been on their face before the Lord, praying for our nation and and, and for the saints of God? How many people literally been doing this, or have we been talking to one another? See, talking to one another doesn't help, (laughs) but talking to God does. Amen. Talking to God. So, so he's confessing their sins. And then verse number 21 in Daniel chapter 9 says, Yea, while 
I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, he touched me about the time of the evening oblation or the evening offering. There's something else taking place. While he's confessing, while he's, he's praying to the Father, there, there's this angelic being now that has touched him. And watch what he does in verse number 22. He says, and he informed me and he talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. See, he comes now and he says to him, listen, you need to know, you need to understand what's going on, what, what, what God is revealing. Now, I had a dream the other day, uh, this past week, and I, I got part of it, and I'm not sure about the second half. But the first part of it, I saw helicopters landing on the earth. I saw helicopters. And then I saw this man get out, this big man. He gets out. But but the thing he was about to do or what was going on wasn't anything that was good. I mean, it, 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 was, it was about some, some activity that was going on upon the earth. And he was hiding it in these houses, in the roof of these houses. And, and what really struck my attention or got my attention, it's, it, it said that, that, that the places where they were hiding the illegal activity were in homes and houses of people that you never, ever thought that they would be a part of that. It was, it was people uh, 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 of well-standing, let me put it that way. And, and so I, I, I still questioning God. I asked God, what are these helicopters? Because there was a lot of helicopters that was coming out of the sky and they were landing. So, so here now, Daniel is, is by this angelic being. He comes to him. He said, now, you not only need understanding, but you need skill as well. You need some skill. I, I, not, I have to make sure you understand what I am about to show you. Now, in verse number 23 says, he says, at the beginning of thy supplication, that means he was there at the very beginning of the time, he began to petition God. He says, at the beginning of thy supplication, he says, the commandment came forth. In other words, the angels got their orders. At the very moment, at the very moment that he began to pray, the, 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 the angels had gotten their, their assignment. And then it says, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Then he says, therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. So he's saying to, saying to him, he lets him know that he's greatly beloved. Because sometimes we don't feel like we're loved by God. Amen. Well, especially when we're having to go through some things. But he's letting him know that he has been beloved by God. But he also let him know there's some things I need to make sure you understand. Because what is about to take place, because he said the vision wasn't long. He said, I want to make sure that you understand what you see. Because a lot of times the things that we see played out on the earth, we fully don't understand. Because we think it's in the natural. We, 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 we see it in the visible, but we don't understand it all goes back to the spirit realm. And it's a fight between good and evil. That, that's what it's all about. It's a fight between good and evil. 
Now, let's go now. Now, let's go to Daniel chapter 10, verses, uh, we're going to do verses uh, 7 through 12. Let me show you something else. Because, see, all this is the lifting up the, of the veil. He's, he's raising up this veil because see, there's a veil, and, and, and Daniel and people of today still cannot see. But the veil has to be lifted. It has to be moved up. It has to be uncovered. Once it's uncovered, then you're able to see what is literally going on. Now, in verse number 7, in Daniel chapter number 10, it says, I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. Now, everybody won't see what you see. When God began to reveal things in the spirit realm, everybody won't see that. They, they, they can be in the house. Or, or, or they can be in the church house. They can be in your own house. Everybody will not see what you see, what God is revealing to you. In fact, most of the time they'll say you're crazy. Anybody been called crazy before? <laughs> when you speak what God is revealing to you? And, and, and what got me was, was when it says they fled. It says that they, they, they took off. You know, he said, they fled to hide themselves. And that put me in mind of, of the time when we had this group called uh, the CIA, Christian Women in Action, and we were to pray for somebody. Amen. As we go praying for somebody and we begin to plead the blood of Jesus, well, then all of a sudden these spirits began to hit. You know, and I got knocked back and my, my glasses came off my face and, and I, I could feel the, a force coming out of me and a force came toward me and it hit. And when it hit and it clashed, I hit the ground. I fell backwards. Uh, and those that was with me, those healthy women, and they are still living today, they hit the dough. They fled. They did just like these men did. They, they fled. They, they, they ran. They ran. Because they did not understand what they saw. And then verse 8 says, then Daniel saying, he says, Therefore I was left alone and saw this Great vision. Wasn't just a plain vision, but it was a great vision. And there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. Sometimes when God shows you some things in dreams or in visions, when you come up out of that thing, you have no strength. You're weak. If you ever experience that, then you know what I'm talking about. Because, see, see you, you lose your strength and because of the things that you see, the unveiling, the revealing of what's literally going on. It, it takes away your strength. And then verse number 9 says, in Daniel chapter 10, it says, Yet heard I the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face. And my face toward the ground. Remember that. Remember his, his positioning at this point. He hears the voice. And he, it puts him on his face. And he puts him, uh, his face he's toward the ground. But then look at verse number 10. It says, And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand. Whenever God speaks to you, 
when, whenever God begins to reveal the things in the supernatural, it will reposition you. Because see, now he's, he's on, he, he was on his face. Now he's, he's called to come up on his knees and his palm of his hand is towards the ground. So he is being repositioned. Because a lot of times our mind has to be repositioned. Because if our mind is not repositioned or our mind is not renewed, then we will allow these things to bypass us that's going on in our world. We got to remember that the things that we see, the major impact that we see now on the earth, in essence, really started in the spirit realm. Can we handle that? It started in the spirit realm. It didn't start up on the earth. It started with, with, uh, with fallen angels, these, 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 these demonic forces, and it also began to have a fight going on with the angels that God has uh, that's taking care of us, that, that walks among this earth. So we got to understand now, he's unveiling some things. He's, he is revealing what, he's, what God has showed him. He's, he sees it being unveiled, but it's taking his strength. It's, it's taking his strength. And then in verse number 12, he says, now in verse number 12, he says, Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel. What, what he does now, the angel is, is addressing his fear. Because, see, when we begin to fully understand what's literally going on, we will tap into fear right quick. When, when God began to show us some things and reveal some things to us, the first, the first emotion that we have is fear, that we have that spirit of fear. Because, see, Satan wants, he wants to give us that spirit of fear. But God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. He said, I gave you, I gave you that, that, uh, 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 a spirit of love and, and a sound mind. But, see, he did not give us the spirit of fear. So many people are fearful right now. Amen. Everybody's fearful. We, you know, we have no clue what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. We, we, we are afraid. But if you can grasp the understanding that is really being played out in the spirit realm, and nothing can happen unless God has ordained it to be so. Amen? So, so he gets the spirit of fear in, in verse number 12. He said, then he said to me, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Watch this. He says, thy words were heard, and I come for thy words. Now listen, this is a good angel. There's a fight going on. There's something that's happening that is blocking some things. He said, your prayer was heard at the very beginning. When you first released it, he said it was heard. He said, but the thing is, because of the battle, the fight that's going on, he says now, I'm, 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 I'm breaking through, and I am come for your words. Remember now, he's praying for the sins of the people as well as the sin of himself. But Satan does not want us, to, our, our prayers, to be able to, to penetrate through, through the atmosphere, through the airways, because he knows that once that happens, then it's, it's over with for him. But let me show you what's happening as well. 
when, when he's saying, okay, I'm coming, I'm, I came for your words. Look at Deuteronomy chapter number 28. We want to walk through this. Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Why does he have to come for his words? Why is there such a fight going on? Well, why, why is it that those prayers has not penetrated the airway? What is it? What is it? Now, what is it now in our own lives and also in the universe and in the nations? Deuteronomy chapter number 28. It says in verse number, verse number 12. The Lord should do what? Open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season. And to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. See, right then, there's an open heaven. When heaven is open, heaven is open. Now, we're, we're able to, to lend to other nations. In other words, we're, we're the head and not the tail when there's an open heaven. Say, so that's open heaven, okay? Now, verse 13 says, and the Lord make thee the head and not the what? As a nation, where are we? The tail. Come on, we can say it. Amen. As a nation, we're the tail. Well, we're supposed to be the head. Okay? When there's an open heaven. And he says, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above and thou shalt not be beneath. But look at the key here. He said, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord, thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Now, in order for the, for, for the heavens to open up to us, then what has to happen is we have to keep God's laws, statutes, and commandments. See, in order for it to be, to, to open, to live up on an open heaven. Because it talks about how it will rain in the season. You know, in other words, you'll be blessed coming in and blessed going out. I mean, the, the, when there's an open heaven, okay? You, you the head, you know, you can, you can lend and don't have to worry about going to the ballroom. Because after a while, I'm going to tell y'all something, the banks ain't going to have no money. So whatever you got, you better hold on to. You need to put something up. Because that's why you're going to be able to borrow nothing. Amen. See, we're supposed to be the head. See, we're supposed to be that bank that people can come to. That is if they've done right. Because, see, some folks will spend theirs and yours too if you let them. Amen. Amen. So, so as long as we commit the, um, keep the commands and statutes and the laws of God, we'll live upon the the open heaven. Now, watch what happens now when heaven is closed. All right. Let's look at verse 15. It says, but it shall come to pass. This is Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. But it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all of his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day that all of these what? Curses. 
mm, shall come upon thee and overtake thee. See, when we don't obey God, we put ourselves under a curse. When we don't obey the commands of God, we put ourselves under a curse. Now, look at verse number 23, talking about that closed heaven. Watch what's happened here. It says, and thy heaven that is over thy head shall be what? Can anything get through brass? <laughs> Can't get, it cannot get through brass. Said the heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth is under thee, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. Can nothing come down, and can nothing go up. So this is why that angelic being came for Daniel's words. Because, see, we're living up on a closed heaven. Brass. It's not penetrating. Can't get nothing through. Nothing could get through. No penetration. Okay? Living under a closed heaven. Now, let's go back to Daniel chapter number 10. Let's go back to Jan- Daniel. Let's go back to Daniel chapter 10. And this will give us even more clearer understanding why he came for his words. Because they came for his words. Living up under closed heaven. It's brass. Daniel's prayer goes up. It's not penetrating. Nothing is going on. Now, watch what it says, Daniel 10, verse number 13. It says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael one of the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. Now, do we not know that word Persia, that means division? What we got now? Division. You see, it says division withstood him. For 21 days, rebellion, wickedness, sin. There is so much confusion right now, you don't even know what tomorrow is going to bring. Except you know that God has it. And God has control. But people are out of control. See, what we see now is, is, is division. What happens when, when people are divided? They fall. They say divide and conquer. You're conquered. But who are they really after? They after the saints. They're persecuting the saints. You see, the saints are the only ones that really holds the truth. They're the only one that knows the truth. And see, if they can take down the saints of God, there's no hope for nobody else. Why, why do you think they're trying to shut down the church houses? Think about it. What are they doing? They're trying to silence a muzzle the mouth. 
So the people can't receive the word of God. See, people right now are so fearful. They don't even want to go. They don't want to go to the house of God anymore. But we can go to the grocery store. We can go to our jobs. So what's up with that? They don't want you to go to church. Because, see, they don't want you to know the word of God. They don't want you to know truth. They don't want you to know the power that the saints possess. He's shutting the mouths of God's people. He's shutting the mouths. Churches. I had a call the other day and said, they were just asking me some questions about here. And I said, well, we, we've never shut down. God don't shut down. Either he's for real or he's not. If he can protect me in the grocery store, he can protect me in the church house. Come on now. The whole matter is he is trying to shut down the believers. And because the believers got power. We don't have to be afraid. I don't understand that. I can go to my job, but I can't go to church. You don't need a rest day because you already got seven. He is trying to silence the mouth of the of the churches and the mouth of the mouth of the saints of God. And you know what? He's doing a real good job. Because most of them are shut down. Most of them are closed up. No word is like no prayer. Little prayer, little power. No word, no power. You got to have the word of God. If you don't know God's mind on paper, how are you going to fight the devil? If you don't know what God says about the word of God, or, or have his mind, he's speaking his mind to us. If we don't know what God is saying, how are we going to fight a principality? How are we going to fight wickedness in high places if you don't know the word? So many Christians are being succumbed. They are being overpowered by Satan. And you know what's happening? We're giving in. Why? Because we ain't got no word. And we don't have a relationship with God. He's saying, listen, I got to fight the spirit of division. So many houses are divided. Why are the houses divided? Who cares about some kind of political issue? Yes, I'm going to say it. Who cares about that? I mean, this is your flesh and blood, and you're going to turn on your flesh and blood because you've got a difference of opinion. Come on, what's, 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 what's up with that? Do you think those people care about you? No. It's about division. We've got so much division in our nation and around our world. We're the laughing stock of the world. Laughing stock. Laughing stock. Dollar bill saying, in God we trust. We need to take it out of our wallets because we don't trust in God. 
They don't trust him now. He's, so he's unveiling now. He, Daniel's unveiling. What he unveils is that spirit of division. And we see it playing out now. And then it takes Michael to withstand him. He says he, he, say, he, says he had to come and help me. He said, and then watch this. Watch this. Do y'all not know we have territorial demons? We got territorial demons. Territorial demons. That's ruling and ringing. Territorial demons. And verse number 14 in Daniel chapter 10 says, Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people, look at this, in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. He's revealing to him what is going to place in the latter days. Remember now, all this is being, being a, a battle, a, the fight that's going on in the spirit realm first. And it's impacting, impacting the earth. It has a major impact. He said now, it's for a later time. Now, let's drop down to verse number 20. Now, verse number 20 in Daniel chapter 10. Because we're talking about lifting the veil. Because see, if the veil is never pulled up or never lifted, we'll never realize what's going on. We'll, we'll continuously be in the dark. Be in the dark. We'll think it's about man against man when it's really it's about the good versus evil. That's what it's all about. It's about good versus evil. Good versus evil. That's, that is what it is about. Now, in verse number 20 says, Then said he, Knowest thou wherefore I have come unto thee, and now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia. He comes now, and he lets Daniel know what's going on. But then he says, now I've got to go back. And the reason why I have to go back, he says, and when I am gone forth, then he says, the prince of Grisha shall come. Now, the, the prince of Grisha, that, 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 that name, the Hebrew meaning means Javan. But what Javan means, deceiver, one who makes sad. So if he can, if he can divide, to, it means to cut. He, he, he can divide. Now, he's, what's going to happen coming forth will be the spirit of deception, the deceiver. How many people are being deceived right now? So many people are being deceived. But what God is revealing through his spirit realm, when he's, he's lifting that veil, he's saying, listen, be careful that you're not deceived. Because that, that's the that spirit that's operating. It's, it's, it has divided our world, the universe, the nation. It has, it has brought about the spirit of division. Now it wants to deceive us. And if we're not careful, we will be deceived. Because the Bible says, if, if possible, the very elect could be fooled. Talking about these end days. If, if it was possible... That the very elect could be deceived. See, that spirit of deception is already here. And see, we got to understand, we got to understand, okay, what am I really seeing? Well, what is the, what is the real picture here? 
Who, what is God trying to reveal that the people hadn't gotten yet? Because see, right now, we have literally gone mad. He says, what, what is it? God says, well, let me tell you how mad we are. I'm coming back to the last verse. Tell you how mad, how mad, mad mankind has gotten. When they start telling you that there is no God and there is no Satan, they mad. Now, it's a spirit. The first time I heard it, I'm like, these people are off their rocker. Something wrong here. That there is no God. And, and, and then they're saying that there's no Satan. If he can deceive us to make us think that he doesn't exist, he's got us already. That's that spirit of deception. And then a few, I guess uh, this past week, last week, I heard it again through a different mouth. So I know it's a spirit. They said to me, ain't no God. They told me there's no Satan. It's a hold up. Listen, I'm talking about a young child. First, it was an adult that said, there's no God. There's no Satan. That don't exist. Now, I get it through a child that says there's no God. And there's no Satan. So, I know it's a spirit. That's a hold up. And I begin to talk. They didn't want me to talk. It's a spirit. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you allow to, to, to speak into your temple. I mean, this child was, was talking to me. They said, like, how do you know that I'm not really 60 years old? That they are a child. And kept telling me Satan don't exist. God don't exist. It's a spirit of deception that's moving in this nation. And we're worried about the, all this other stuff. But it's the battle is between good and evil. Open your eyes. Satan does exist. And God does exist. If Satan can make us think he doesn't exist, huh, he'll have a field day. That's why he's wearing out the saints. Because too many saints don't even know he, ex- he exists. They put him on the sideline. It's, it's me doing it. But let me tell you something. There's a spirit behind the thoughts in your mind. And you didn't put him there. Satan put him there. And all we're doing is acting out what he's saying. He don't exist. And he's tearing up the place. Got people thinking right is right and wrong is wrong. And talking about no Satan. Come on. It's a spirit, y'all. The fight is in the spirit realm. That's where the fight is. And it's playing itself out. As Dr. Manley used to say, it's going to be in a theater near you. He said it so many times. Can I get an amen? While we were looking across the waters at everybody else, showing out, trying to take over the government, he was, the Lord was speaking to him. Gonna be in a theater near you. Now we in the theater. We, we the, thank you baby. We the movie now. We the movie. But we, we looked and didn't hear it through the spirit realm. 
So we need to hear it through the Spirit. Come on. Last verse, Daniel chapter number 12, verse number 1. Here's hope. Because, see, we've got some angels fighting for us. We've got an army that's fighting for us. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 says, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, And there shall be a time of what? Trouble. Such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people, the saints of God, shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the books. Just make sure your name is in the book of life. Make sure your name is in the book. Don't don't be deceived. Mess around and get your name written out. Because the same way it was written in, it can come out. It can come out. Once saved, always saved. No, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. No. See, that's that deceiving spirit. Because I heard a believer, supposedly a believer, tell me, well, once you get saved, you can go back out there in the world and do whatever you want to. I was like, what book you been reading? Because that's not in the book that I read. That's not in God's mind on paper. That's not there. Uh-uh. Crazy stuff. I mean, I'm talking about from believers. What God is doing is lifting the veil that we will be able to really see what's going on. The battle, the fight, is for the soul of the nation and the soul of the people. It's about your soul. Satan wants your soul. He wants your soul. He don't care about nothing else. He wants your soul. And we have to be careful that we don't give it to him. He wants your soul. That's what the battle is all about. That's what God is revealing. Stay with God. Stay with God. Come hell or high water, stay with God. The lifting of the veil, rebellion, wickedness, and sin is what's being played out in the earth. He's revealing. Open your spiritual eyes, not your physical. Open your spiritual eyes. Open your spiritual eyes. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. 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 I pray, I pray 